three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. That tasted good, Ryan. I needed that. Yeah, you did. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, the You Betcha guy here with Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Today, we're going to debate. Today, we're going to talk about some hot topics that are going on that maybe aren't so hot. You'll catch our drift in a minute. And, uh, you know, we're also going to talk about some current state of things that really, really, really matter in this world. So let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hello, and welcome back to episode 63 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy, and today we're going to talk a little bit about some Yeti versus generic products uh, per our last video, the uh, Yeti bucket review, along with the current state of, like Miles said, some stuff that really matters in the world today. Just some very serious stuff. Some stuff that, you know, maybe we got to tone it down a little bit just because it's that serious. These kind of things need to be addressed. So today, episode 63, we are going to address those things. We're also going to debate some hot topics um, going on in culture today. But first, OUBetcha.com, the merch closes tonight. Tonight at midnight, the merch is going to close down. Our Bush Latte shirts are closed right now, but all of our other merchandise is still open. Um Miles, I don't know what's going on with the hats, but we can't keep hats in stock. That is like that that is the main source of my job right now. Ryan the hat guy. You gotta you gotta keep them in stock, Ryan. <laughs> we gotta figure something out we, here. We we gotta maybe order more at a time. <laughs> yeah. uh, business one on one. If you keep selling out, maybe the next time that we order, let's order some more and see if we sell out again and just keep doing that over and over that's again. A, that is a great, that's a great piece of business advice, Miles. Business 101 here with the You Betcha guy. People think that I, you know, I'm just a pretty face on the internet, but I just got these great ideas in terms of business stuff. So, yes. Um, thank you for that one. I owe you one Would you for that. Agree, Ryan, that, uh, pe- the, that I'm just a, people think I'm just a pretty face. They think you're just like a point and shoot type guy. Well, that's not what I asked, Ryan. <laughs> I asked if you think that I have a pretty face. Well, you, you do good in the videos. <laughs> okay, Ryan. You have a beautiful face, Miles. <laughs> oh, you betcha.com. Guys, the merch is still open. It does close at midnight and it's not going to open again until May. So go check it out. Miles. I'm excited for today's topics. You know why? Because you like to debate stuff. And it's been a while since you, myself, and Tyler have been able to share our opinions on certain things. Um, So why don't you bring us into that real quick? I think that... um, I don't think enough people are talking about this. I think that it's, it's something that maybe isn't that hot of a topic, but maybe it needs to be a hot topic. And that is the... The topic of personalized license plates. <laughs> um, big. It, it needs to be talked about more, especially with all that's going on in the world. This is really what matters. Um, and so, first of all, if you don't know what a personalized license plate is, I don't even know if that's the correct term for it or not. Um, 
It's basically you get to choose what's written on your license plate. Um, you may see ones that say dog lover, but it's spelled D G L V R. You may see things <laughs> like, uh, um, just mommy one, because there's no, you can't necessarily just get mommy. Okay. Mommy so would yep. probably already mommy take was it. Definitely yeah. taken. So they had to go mommy one. Uh, they could also go with mommy two, or if you're crazy, you could even go with mommy three. So, um, that's kind of what personalized license plates are. Uh, it's basically you are taking this license plate and saying, this is what my entire being is all about. Yes. Now, I'm going to ask you, Ryan, how do you personally feel about personalized license plates? I think so. I would have had a completely different answer. 10 years ago, back in high school, oh. back when I wanted, uh, you know, you want a little recognition in the parking lot when you roll up to <laughs> high school, you got, uh, you got B ball for life, B B A L L four L F. And I think it just comes down to, that would have e- been a bold move, Ryan, because you just rode the bench in high school. <laughs> B ball for life, but exactly. Bench but, boy for life. But, <laughs> bench boy. <laughs> but even, even in that case, ball was life. You know, it's true. Um, yeah, you're not saying that you're good at it. It's just ball is life. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense, right? But um, in my current state of life, that question, Miles, um, an honest answer is going to be, why do people get personalized license plates? Yeah, I, I guess I am. Before I dive into how I personally feel about it, when when is the moment that you're like, all right. I'm getting that personalized license plate. Yeah. Today's the day I've been putting it off for a while. <laughs> you know, I, I deserve this. I deserve a personalized license plate. When, like what pushes people to do it in the first place? Because license plates in my mind are one of those things that you do the bare minimum on because it's just something you have to do to exist in this world. Same thing with like, uh, like just f- even like your taxes, you want to hire someone and you want to do as least amount of work on your taxes as possible. You want your accountant to handle it. You don't even want to be asked any questions about it, right? Things like that. License plates. Um, for example, like uh, we got a trailer registering your trailer is like something you do not want to be doing. So you, you don't want to do absolutely any other work on it. And I feel like license plates and registering your vehicle are among those things would you agree yeah no I, I feel like the decision of getting a personalized license plate or not comes from when you get a new vehicle or not new vehicle being like sometimes a different one from what you already have a brand new vehicle i don't think vehicles come in like phases of life you have your high school car and then you ha- might have your college car and then you kind of like buy your big boy car the well, one you've yeah, always wanted well, well no i would say that that's more of like a practical thing. It's like a practical car for your lifestyle. Correct. Right. Like a lot of people will get in a, a uh, economical gas MPG car, right? Sure. Yeah. Because they're just starting out in their job, stuff like that. I would say when you get into your dream car thing is when the, when people start getting that midlife crisis Okay. then they go all of a sudden buy like a six year old Corvette or something like that, you yep. know? I feel like the personalized license plate though has to fit that phase of life that you're oh, in though. I yeah, so we'll we'll get in that. I personally believe that 
I, I mean, I don't care if you have a personalized license plate, but I don't think that there's very many reasons to get a personalized license plate. In my opinion, think about, think about how many like Snapchats you've received of other people's license plates that your friends have sent you that may have been funny, um, or like might've fit you. Like there was a license plate, um, a few months ago, someone snapped me. It said, you betcha. Yeah, that one's cool. That's if you cool. Want to put you be- <laughs> if you want to put you betcha on your license plate, I'm That's all cool. for it. It's any a cr- other situation. No. Um, I would, so what I would say is there are some exceptions to, having a personalized license plate that are okay in my opinion okay okay we'll start with the phases of life i think that if a high school kid wants to personalize his license plate i'm not gonna do it but okay fine you got your first car you know you got some stupid nickname from your high school buddies throw it on your personalized license plate whatever right i think another good time to personalize your license plate is when you do go through that midlife crisis and you get that Corvette or that Hummer. Hummer was literally designed, the tr- the Hummer model was literally designed to target men going through midlife crisis. That wanted personalized yep. license plates. And yep. what you do on that personalized license plate at that time, you literally put midlife crisis or, on your license plate. Or you just put Hummer. Yeah, or uh, H two yeah. lover. Yeah, people love putting lover on there. Um, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, maybe H two four life. Okay, would be a great one. And so I, I think that that those are probably the two in terms of life scenarios where it's like, okay, we're gonna let that slide. The next one is if you own a car dealership, you should absolutely personalize your license plate. What would you get on? I I think back to, I'm pretty sure you should look this up, Tyler. What was uh, Kevin O'Shea's license plate on the Little Giants? Do you remember that? Oh, man. He drove a red Corvette and he had a personalized license plate. So Tyler's going to look that up, but I think that that's a great scenario to do a personalized license plate. Okay. Back to your first scenario of letting the high schoolers... uh, pick their own license plate, get their own saying, whatever they want. Um, personalized license plates are significantly more expensive than just a regular license plate. So there's there's different tiers. The top most expensive tier is getting whatever you want on it, filling that baby up with letters. The second one is a generic license plate, the three letters, three numbers, whatever it may be. And then the cheapest option for license plates is having like an N40 or like one le- one letter and two numbers after it. That's what I've learned up until now. The N40? Like, just for example. Some I thought of, that was like a dealership plate. No, that is a su- that's a super cheap uh, route to go with license plates. So why doesn't I, everyone I, I just do that? I could why, be wrong. Why do I need a second tier license plate? But um, No, I'm, I'm actually wondering that. Oh, why, I don't know. I think why, that might just be standard. Well, because if everyone wanted a cheap one, then they won't make any money. The but, DOT. I know. I, I think you have to be a certain person to get that cheap license plate. Because because uh, my I've, wife's I've, mom has I've, always had the N40, the F20, whatever it may be. Yeah. And that's just the cheapest version. I feel like you got to be a special type of profession or something to get that. I feel like they wouldn't just... Because literally, if it was just you just had a cheaper option, everyone and their mom would do that. Why wouldn't you? Why do you need a three letters, three numbers? Because it's not the default. 
I, but it would be the default as the cheapest option because that's what everyone would do. Yeah, we're gonna have to look into that. Yeah, we, we'll I think into it. I, I think you might you're on to some, but I think that you got a couple facts wrong or it doesn't make sense in my fact. Brain check here. me, Tyler. Um, did you find the license plate? No, but I found this guy's dealership stickers that just say O'Shea Chevrolet. Yeah, I can't find any pictures of his actual license plate. Really? I yeah. Think, but do you remember that he had a personalized license plate? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, oh my god! We just talked about sports movies like three weeks ago. Tyler. Yeah, I should put this on my list. Yeah, you got to put it up there. It, I mean, it's not going to be as good if you just watch it as an adult because it has that nostalgia feel. Like, you know, when you're a kid, you got to you got to crush on the ice box and all that stuff. You know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Hey, whatever. That's for another day, Tyler. Oh, Miles! It said Heisman. <laughs> What a legendary personalized <laughs> license plate. Absolutely great. It said Heisman. I knew it said And it was something. spelt out exactly how Heisman is spelt. Yeah. It literally, that, perfect. That's a great example of what, did he win the Heisman? Is that a thing? Or is that just like, he I just was a local like high school like star. And so he thought he was the best. I hope the latter. I do I would, too. Yeah, I hope the latter. Um, but, so I, I would say that that's a great thing. If you have a lawn care business and you got big decals of your lawn on the side, I think that's another good scenario to have a personal license plate. I would agree. That's the only time I ever think it's appropriate. If you own a business and you want to put your business name or a business motto on it, that's the only time I think it's okay. Otherwise, I hate them. Even the midlife crisis guys? Hate it. So I don't give those guys I, a little bit of a pass. I don't care if you're in a midlife crisis. Deal with it yourself. I don't want to see it. All right. But maybe their way of coping is the personalized license plate. People, uh, they follow you in from the grocery store and they go, hey, man, I saw you had a, I saw you had a CEO on your license plate. You know, I think that's pretty <laughs> I cool. I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Great marketing for your business. Exactly. CEO. Uh, staffing. Yep. Staffing personnel move on their part. Can I rip on one of my friends? Uh he, sure, Tyler. He, he listens, and he and his fiance just recently got matching license plates that oh say uh, "Big Bear" and "Little Bear." Holy! <laughs> the, uh, I hate them so. I, I love the people. I hate their license plates so much. That stresses me out so you know, badly. And you know that's is that's their what last they, name at least Bear? Nope. Oh my! You God. know that's what they call each other too. Yep. Is yep. Big Bear and Little Bear? I imagine that what they do when they get home from work is they park next to each other in the driveway. They get out and they walk up to each other and they just rub their noses together, <laughs> and that's all they do. Oh, and that's what that makes me want to literally <laughs> puke all over this table. <laughs> I uh, I googled some of the worst personalized license plates. Uh, would you like to hear some? Yeah, let's see. let's just yeah. give us three of them here. Okay, so there's one that's supposed to say NC State, Mom. But it put the NC and the ST together and then a space for mom. So if you try to say the word, it says incest mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. There's a... <laughs> Chalk the L up for that lady. Yeah. Country one, which sounds fine, right? But they didn't put the O in country. Oh. So another one you're going to have to spell out for yourself. Yep. Um, I already did, Tyler. And I kind of like this one. This one's sort of funny. It says just says Vlad the... And then it has an Impala license plate frame around it. So it says Vlad the Impala. I don't mind That's it. That's kind of creative. I don't mind it. Yeah, that, that one's clever, but I still hate the person that put that on their car. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a good way to wrap up this segment, because I think most people can agree that it's just a little too extra to do a personalized <laughs> license plate. 
especially if you have matching ones with your significant other and especially going the, what was it? What was the matching ones? Big bear and little bear. Oh my God. I don't even want to say it. I, I don't ever want to say that combination of words together ever. Ryan, I want to know if you had to personalize your license plate gun to your head, better be a good one or you're still going to get shot. What would your personalized license plate say? And you don't have to have it all worked out of what letters are gone and not, but yeah. just what you would put on there. Um, short and sweet describes me and my current midlife crisis t-shirt guy. I like it. In, so from now on, when I ask you, tell you, you can't put camera guy on That's there. what I was going to say I though. Know, you can't, right, you got to go with something else. Um, Tyler, what would yours be? Daddy one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's actually like pretty it. good. That's way better than uh, Big Bear. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Miles, you can't put you betcha. You can't put you betcha guy. If you had to customize a license plate, what would it say? Well, I want to hear what you guys would think I would do first, and then I'll tell you. I think this could actually be kind of a decent one for the brand. Just put Bush with a ton of S's and H's. Yeah, it's true. That would be a great one for the brand. B-S-C-H-H, as many H's as you can do. Yep. Okay. Um... I feel like you would have like uh like Midwest Monarch. I don't think that'll fit. Uh, that and I would never put that one. Right <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's just what I think would fit you the best, the Midwest Monarch. Um yeah, I think the easy ones are definitely the you betcha guy, something about bush, so maybe something about ranch, all that or stuff. Just just yeah. ope. Ope is a great one. Yeah. Um I'd want it to be something I could laugh at you for. Um, I, <laughs> I think that if I had a personalized license plate, it would just be Lake Lover. <laughs> <laughs> okay, spell that out for us. Uh, eight, I think it's what, eight letters? L-K-E-L-V-R. Well, yeah, you had two letters to spare, so you can even throw like a... I could actually write out Lake. Yeah. 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 Lake Lover. Like, you ever do you guys ever read personalized oh, yeah. license plate like that? Like, read it as if there are no vowels. Do you also ever get get frustrated that you can't read a license plate, and then by that time the car's gone, and you kind of like you get pissed because they're like, I I didn't get to figure that one well, out. It's like yeah, like uh, not being able to scratch an itch, basically. Right. Yeah, it's the right. worst. Um. So yeah, I'll be rolling around Lake Country with my li- my personalized license plate, Lake Lover. Wow. Lake Lover. I would, oh man, I want to see you with a personalized license plate. Does that stress you out thinking about that? Yeah, me too. All right, we're going to take our first break. We're going to dive into the current state of a topic that is just probably the most important thing going on, I would say, in the world right now. So hang tight, strap in, because it is going to be a pretty serious talk coming up. All right, Miles, a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. I think it's finally time that we shed some light on this topic. We got to address it. Yes. I I'm curious as to what your what your thoughts are on the current state of data tire in the Midwest. So, first of all, we got to we're going to maybe take a step back and go when you think classic data tire, you think cargo shorts a polo tucked in windbreaker tucked in belt with a cell phone belt clip. <laughs> um, 
some tall white tube socks with some New Balance shoes. Classic, right? Yep. I actually think that the dads are trying to get hipped up by their wives. I would agree. Can we agree on that? Mm -hmm. That if dads truly had a preference solely on their own, they're going with that all day long, right? Yep. It's when your wives start looking on social media and they start seeing, God, so-and-so down the way, his wife made him, made him switch from the from the uh, New Balance to a different shoe. To the Keens. Looks like you're, yeah, you're going to have to start switching over. Um, stuff like that. I know that my dad would dress. I don't know if he'd have the exact attire, but he would definitely have just more functionality in a shoe than style. Right. And I think that's what the, the white new balance shoes are. Right. Yep. I think that they're stylish, but most of society is going to say that they're kind of, um, just kind of dorky. Maybe okay. is kind of a good word for that. Yeah. I don't agree with that, but society would say that those shoes are just dorky, not that stylish, not that great looking. And so, so wives, girlfriends everywhere are truly just trying to hip up their husband or boyfriend. Would you agree, Ryan? Oh, 100%. Uh, because if it was, as you, you touched on this a little bit, if, if it was up to the man himself, I think they would have one or two different uh, nicer looking outfits. And those would rotate every single time they went out. Every single yep. time they uh, went and got drinks, every time they went and got supper, you if you were if you took a picture every time you went out, it'd be the same two outfits every single time. I would agree with that. So I feel like they're adding a little more variety in. Um, maybe yeah, I, maybe I some think, hair gel. I think that it goes your stuff you wear to work every day, which varies based off your profession. If you go to work at a bank, you obviously wear your shirt and tie the whole thing. Whatever. So we're gonna set work attire aside. We're talking at home, going out, all that stuff. You got your classic yard work. Yep. Um, we we addressed that in our dad's during summer video last summer with the cutoff that that uh, the the sleeve actually goes way over their shoulder yeah. <laughs> um, as a classic cutoff look. The uh, ball cap, uh, the cargo shorts, all that stuff. Right. That that's what they're wearing. They're mowing the lawn. They're doing their thing. That's what they're wearing. Yep. Then you also have the, um, like you said, going out. This I oftentimes see um, same cargo shorts, um, maybe maybe a different shoe. I, I, I'm not quite sure. Maybe they, maybe they do throw on the Keens. Yep. They wear the Keens Stylish. to style it up a little bit. And the patented dad move is taking the uh, taking like a, a golf quarter zip. Oh and my throwing gosh. that over yes. a t-shirt and wearing that out. Yes. I know that my dad frequents that. I actually think that that look is a great look. Great look. So what, I'm, glad, I'm glad that that dad attire is a style right now because I think it looks I think it looks solid. What goes and underneath it's comfortable. Of, what goes underneath of that three that uh, quarter zip? I think it depends on what the event is. Okay. Um, I think if you're headed to like Easter with your family, you're gonna have a polo on underneath, right? Yep. Um, if you're just uh, Maybe going to the lake or something like that. Going out to a lake bar, you probably just got a t-shirt on underneath, right? Yep. And uh, so I think that that's kind of way that goes. 
I think that the thing that needs to be addressed the most out of all of this was we lay the foundation for what it was <laughs> is wives and girlfriends t- trying to jam dude shoots down their husband and <laughs> and and boyfriend's throat. I swear to God, a, a wife goes, I hate those white sneakers. Let's just, he likes comfort, you know, let's just get him these dude shoes. That's what everyone seems to be wearing these days. And and what, you know what the number one thing is? God, they're just so comfortable. If I wanted to wear slippers around the house, I'd probably buy a pair of dude shoes. Why did they have to be named dude shoes? They could, honestly, I probably would feel better about these shoes if they just weren't named dude shoes. It's like nothing screaming more like I am trying to be cool than naming your shoes dude shoes. And is it by the same company that owns dude wipes? I believe so. So not only are you wearing uh, these slippers, you're also wearing it that was done by a company that does wipes for your butt. Your bum. Right? Are they the same company or not? I have no idea. Yeah, Google, I'm pretty sure Google they are. Up. I'm pretty sure they are because it's the same. The logo, the dude logo it is the same, the same thing. doesn't it? I also think dude wipes was on Shark Tank for some reason. Yeah, I think it was, but I I don't know what it is. I just am not a fan of these dude shoes. I think that they are a classic try hard to be hip when, you know what, just be you. Wear the shoes you want to wear. And there's always, okay, so there's always one guy, too, that, like, hopped on the trend because they wanted to hop on the trend. And they, it's literally the only topic of conversations they bring up at parties for like the next six months after they buy them. Hey, hey man, what do you, what do you do for a living? Oh yeah. I just got a new pair of dude shoes. (laughs) Yeah. So you just had a baby, huh? Yeah. I got these new dude shoes probably about a month ago. I love them. You got to get some. They just jam it down people's throats. It's, It's like they discovered the it's like they discovered the cure for cancer. That's what they feel like they've stumbled upon. I feel like they talk about it more than like what Benjamin Franklin talked about after he discovered electricity. You know what I mean? It's like they just literally think that this is the greatest discovery on planet Earth is is dude shoes. Have you ever had a pair of dude shoes? No. <laughs> I I have had I one. I think Tyler's been laughing because I think he has a pair. I have three pairs. Oh, my Holy God. Smokes, Here we Tyler. go. We <laughs> have <laughs> one in the house. Did your girlfriend buy them for you? No. So I had a pair. They Do, were very. What ver- guy sold you on them? That's exactly it. So at. at <laughs> see, everyone. Yeah. When I worked on the news, you don't see your shoes that often, right? Yep. And the dude shoes were like, you don't have to wear shitty dress shoes all day long yeah. you can wear the dude shoes and for the split second that your feet might be on tv no one's gonna notice because they look sort of dressy you know they kind of got that loafer look <laughs> and no one knows no one can tell so everyone at in the newsroom was wearing dude shoes so can, that I, does not <clears throat> surprise me in the slightest if i think of target market for dude shoes it's local news people <laughs> were these I the just, ones were these the ones you could tie um no, we mean they had lace, but you didn't tie them. Right, that's, it was like so sick, man. Yeah, I know. So I have, I have, I have had one pair of dude shoes in my life. No longer own them. Don't know where they're at. Um, probably donated them somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, they were the worst because for one, I got the. For me, they don't fit to size. 
got it got my regular size size mm-hmm. nine tried them on realized i couldn't tie them realized every step i took my heel just popped straight out and this is not somewhere i want to go out in and have to walk from bar to bar and do all that kind of stuff yeah they might have looked cool but they also look cool here's my question Are, aren't these suckers hot they just no. look like no. thick cloth mm. no they're not they're very they're not thin very, they're very breathable okay mm-hmm. To me, they look like something that you wear, like as a water shoe, more than anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that I makes that mean. makes sense. It's the right material for that. So you all are walking around in water shoes all day long. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough look. I've gotten to the point in my life where I need to tie my shoes. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not tying the knots right at the end of the lace, and so they you know they puff up in the front, kind of look like skater shoes. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> anymore. So dude, dude shoes <laughs> anymore. Dude shoes, they're just not for me. I've I've tried them, so I can say that I have tried a pair, but okay, not for me. Tyler, talk me through why you, not only do you own one pair of dude uh-huh. shoes, uh-huh. you own three, which is three times as many pairs as you probably should have. <laughs> Other than, don't give me that, that's what everyone was doing at the news station, because so, you have your own brain, and you can make your own decisions. Who was the guy that bamboozled you into thinking that these shoes are great? Well, no one bamboozled me. There are several Price people. Point. There's, they are very cheap. Um, so it's like, what is it, 45, 50 bucks for yep. a pair? So the first pair I got, I ran into a similar problem to Ryan. They did not run to size. So they were a little big. I wore them for a while, kind of got sick of them because they were slipping off my heel all the time. Yep. And I stopped wearing them, went back to the dress shoes, and my feet just hurt all the time because I was used to wearing the dude shoes. So I went back to the store, bought a size smaller this time, and then wore them until the insoles on the inside wore through. And then I bought a third pair because I had worn out the second pair. And so now I just don't throw stuff away. So I just have all three sitting on my shoe rack. First of all... New Balance extra, 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 extra wide ain't ever, ever wearing out the sole to where you got to buy another one. That's that, was, that was four E's for for those of you. For those of you who are wondering. Yep. Um, man, I'm surrounded by dude shoes right now. I didn't know that Ryan was a dude shoes guy. Was. That's key word. Was. <laughs> Ryan, I don't know. Hey. I'm not buying it. I'm going to have to talk to Meg about that. Hey, Kyle. Cut- I also want to bring up another good point. Um, it's funny to me that when when dads wear like nice jeans with like athletic running shoes, yeah, and they kind of right. It, you're it, doing that right now. That's what, that's what I'm getting to right now. I, oh I, yeah, just I, just like yeah, they may not be the New Balance, but they are like A6. A6 yeah. are yeah. A6 jeans. yeah. That's I'm what Ryan's the, got on right now. Yeah, and yeah. I got the light colored jeans and uh, the the like. I'm full dad mode right now. You honestly, you both are more dad dressed than I am right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought that was a good point to make um, because as soon as I put this on, I'm like, God, I look like a dad. And uh, you, you, yeah, you got the like old school looking the crew neck on with like just like a cartoon yep. picture of a dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm get the runner shoes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You bring up the newsroom thing going on, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Up top, I got my fishing shirt on, you know, with buttons 
and the uh, the collar and, and all that. Down below, I just got sweatpants on. And it was one of those days <laughs> where walked in this morning. I'm like, what are you what wearing? What am I wearing is absolutely right. But I knew that we were going to do the podcast, so I figured I'd wear something a little nicer up top. But I was like, there's no way I'm putting jeans on today. Um, no. And that brings me to the dad casual wear. I actually think that like jumpsuits, sweat jumpsuits are a big deal for dads. Mm-hmm. In in what does it matter the color or just are I we think, talking uh, gray? Uh, your your cliche would be that they're matching, yeah, uh-huh. and it's usually just gray on gray, right? I think that you're not going to see any like reds on reds or anything like that. But yeah. I think that just wearing a gray sweatpants with a gray sweatshirt is just a big time dad flex on a Saturday sitting around the house. You, I would agree, dads. Why did dads love windbreaker pants so much? Oh, yeah, like almost like parachute pants? Yeah, my dad, I, he never bought a pair of sweatpants for himself in his life. So you just have random sweatpants, and it was always like paired with a high school athletics t-shirt, you oh, know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And no, sh- I, so the, back to the parachute pants, uh, wind pants thing. First of all, I love wind pants, mm-hmm. but they are the loudest things. <laughs> oh, dad's coming down the hallway. <laughs> What's he up to? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I actually got to maybe find myself some wind pants because they they definitely uh, during especially during like spring and fall, you want something covering your legs because it's not as warm out anymore. But if it's windy out, it just it breaks the, that wind. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I, I think if we go back to the original statement of the current dad attire, you know, we covered that. But I think that the tragedy that's going on right now, the thing that I would love to put a stop to is all these dads wearing dude shoes because it's it's not necessarily like they think they're being hip, but because they're not that they don't look that good. It just screams, I'm trying to be hip, but I'm not actually being hip. Like, if you're going to be hip, just maybe buy some Nike shoes. Right. Like, why not just do that? Dads need to start embracing their own style. They do. They need to stop getting their wives, uh, telling them what to do. I, I do get the happy wife, happy life deal. Um, but it's, <laughs> If Meg asked Ryan to buy some dude shoes... He would do you, it in a heartbeat. You'd have three pairs tomorrow. Yeah, you would literally have... You can, but you can have mine. That is a very good point. And and I'm okay with that. If you if you're doing it because it makes your wife happy. Not true. I'm okay with that. Not true. But if you're doing it um because you had one other guy that the, the same people that are telling other guys to get dude shoes are the same people that like get locked into pyramid schemes all the time. They're the one that, you know, hey man, you gotta you gotta check out this product I'm selling. All you gotta do is get three people underneath you. And this car wash chemical is going to be great for your car, man. I swear <laughs> to God. It's the same guy trying to sell you dude shoes as he would some pyramid scheme. Yeah. I, uh, no, you guys are wrong. I won't have dude shoes. <laughs> He's still stuck on that. <laughs> we're, like, we're sorry, I've tested, I've tested him out. I, I don't know. Maybe I need to give him a second chance. Maybe, right. I don't know. But if you do, get a size small. Size small and then you tie. So one thing that I will actually go, I think it's a good way to wrap this segment up, is we we can't talk about Keens, we can't talk about New Balance, we can't talk about dude shoes unless we also talk about Crocs. So so here's where I'm at with Crocs. 
If you are 40 plus, you've never touched a croc in your life. Unless you are a woman who gardens, because that's what they were originally for, <laughs> where they were gardening shoes, right? All of the people that are under 40, I would say it's kind of that dude shooty, dude shoe type of thing a little bit, where it's they don't look that good at all, but you're like trying to make it happen. And I am guilty of that. I love wearing Crocs. I actually think they they look good. I think that um they're comfortable. They can be used for a lot of situations. What do you guys think about Crocs? I have a hot Croc take. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Tyler. So I have two pairs of Crocs. One of them is a winter Croc that's lined with fleece yep. that I got as a gift. The second pair is a summer Croc that is not actually Croc brand. Mm. In my opinion, Knock off. Knock the, off. the Croc brand is the Yeti of summer shoes. So here's where I think you're uh, a little bit skewed. Their winter product is a lot different than their summer product. But I, I've, I've had the summer product once upon a time. What don't you like about their summer product? I don't dislike it. I just think it's the exact same yeah. as the generic product for three times the price because it says Croc. I'm with you. That might be that might be very true. I can concede to that. Croc. What does a pair of Crocs run? I'm on it. Is it like 45 bucks? <clears throat> Something like that. Okay, so the big debate, Crocs versus dude shoes. Crocs, 100%. I think this is a hot take between, not, not just between us, but between a lot of other people. So here's the difference between Crocs and dude shoes. Crocs are, I, you're either, I am going for solely straight comfort, or it's, I like to be a little bit different because not that many people are wearing Crocs anymore. That's where you fit in. You, yes. That's where I'm at. Yep. Dude shoes are the opposite. You're trying to fit in with the rest of society. Makes sense. So a, a normal, the average price for a male croc is 35 to 40 bucks. Cheaper Fair. than dude shoes. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Yep. Do they have croc wipes for your butt? <laughs> hey, I actually looked that up. Different companies. Oh. Very, ooh. very similar logos. Dude wipes, the company's name is just dude. Dude Shoes, the company's name is Hey Dude. Oh yeah, my Hey Dude God. Shoes. Yep. You imagine how pissed you'd be if your dude wipes and Hey Dude comes along and it, just steals your logo and the puts logos it on the are shoe. so similar. It's like Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. He just changed the name of his company. Yep. Oh, 100%. I'm glad. We, I actually, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. See, here we are at You Bet Your Radio. We <laughs> are addressing the hot topics. We are addressing the stuff that... No one wants to do the dirty work on finding out how much Crocs usually cost. No one wants to do the dirty work on is dude wipes and dude shoes the same company. Well, we do. And that's the uh, you bet your radio promise. So um, I think that that's a good way to wrap up the segment. I feel good about that. I'm glad we addressed it. And uh, we're going to take a break. And then we're going to talk about what Ryan brought up was Yeti versus the generic bucket. <sighs> Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, wow. Ryan, last week we put out a video entitled the $40 Yeti bucket versus a generic bucket. Um and we got a pretty good response from it. Yes. It felt good to finally get back to some product comparisons cuz that's kind of what this page was initially built on beer reviews, 
beer comparisons, um, product reviews, product comparisons. And uh, so it felt good to finally get back to that. And uh, so what we did was uh, we reviewed a bucket that Getty sells called uh, 40. Okay, hold on. What? And then I thought Is it, it was, raining off? It's got to be. Tin roof. You want to go check? I'll go check. No, we're going to continue podcasting. Okay. You go check. Okay, so sorry about that. Um, there was this weird noise coming. We had our headphones on. We couldn't hear what it is. And I think we think it might be because it's raining outside. There was water coming out of the sky. Um, and there's a metal roof here in the bunker. And so, uh, yeah, sorry about that. We got to go check on that, see what's going on. <laughs> Either that or someone's spraying like a garden hose on our door right yeah. now or something. I don't know. Is it raining out, Tyler? Oh, it's freaking hailing. Oh, my gosh. Actually? Yeah. Like how big a hail? Like P-Rock size. Great time to leave my truck out. I'm, you know, I've been looking at some some nicer G- GMCs, Chevys. Great time to collect insurance. <laughs> I'm rattled. I, I don't think there's anything we can do at this point, right? No, we're good. We because, have, like we, I can't we can't bring it in here now. We cannot there, bring it in there, here. There was there was a time when we could sh- move some stuff around and I could get my truck in here. That's not happening anymore. Nope. Um nope. we could pull out No, it's just not worth it. No. Um well, so I'm glad that this happened when we started recording. Um guys, we probably all three of us have hail damage at this point, but that's just who we are. We're going to continue to podcast. We're going to continue to keep rolling amidst the distractions that we may have to call our insurance guy after this. Um, it's still going down out there. It has not let up at all. Um, so let's just set that aside. That's a future miles problem. And uh, we'll roll with it. Back to the Yeti bucket. $40 for a, for a, a hardware store bucket. Plus the price tag of $30 for the lid that comes with it. Yep. So you're looking actually at a $70 bucket. Ryan, tell a little bit of the story about when you went to go buy the bucket. Yeah. So, so I tasked Ryan with going and picking up the bucket. Yep. Uh, probably should have reconsidered the crew neck choice that I wore. I wore the classic, you betcha, varsity crew neck. Um, instantly recognizable. But the salesman that I talked to was a big proponent of the Yeti reviews that we've done in the past. Yeah, but say it how he said it. That's not a... How did he say it? So, as I'm walking, I can't find the lids. Ask guy, hey, uh, can you tell me where these $30 lids are at? I need to get one. Hands me the lid, starts walking with me, kind of, you know, I'm done shopping at this point, but he stopped kind of walking with me uh, down towards the stairs, and he goes, you guys doing another one of those Yeti reviews? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, he caught us. Yes. Yes, we are. We reviewed the $70 Yeti bucket. Um, you want to know my favorite part of that video? I absolutely, yeah, I, I'm just going to tell you, Ryan. Okay. Um, the best part about doing a video like that, that is literally just, a, just all it is is one big sarcastic joke. Yep. Is all of the sarcastic <laughs> comments that come with it. <laughs> oh my, thank you so much for doing this in-depth review. I had no idea what bucket I was going to buy, but now I sure do. Stuff like that is just, it just cracks me up. It's my favorite thing in the world. So, I There's nothing better than 
when you and someone else that maybe you just met are at like a party or something and they you instantly catch on to that you both are one of the most sarcastic people at the party <laughs> and so then you just have a sarcastic off and you just keep going until it's literally to the point where people actually don't know if you're being sarcastic or not that's the best you've done this before oh yeah wow just, are you surprised not really <laughs> not really but uh anyways what were you gonna say one of my favorite comments was um so the yeti bucket was compared to the hardware store bucket which we kind of later renamed the you betty bucket right one of my favorite comments was wow i just watched a four minute comparison video that was basically an ad for a sticker <laughs> It, but the thing is, is it was not supposed to be an ad. No, not at all. Not at all. It, it, like, that was a it, great point. At the end of the day, yes, we slapped a sticker on the end and we wanted people to buy stickers. But when we <laughs> thought of the video idea, it was surely for sheer entertainment. And Correct. I want to put that out there. Correct. Because we have done stuff like the print shop stuff was is literally geared to get people to go check out our merch and eventually buy it. Yep. This was not that way at all. Right. But it worked out pretty good. It worked out great. Um, yeah, I I spent three hours today putting you Betty stickers in envelopes. <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome, Ryan. They're not. It's not done yet. So if you're waiting on your sticker, it is coming. I promise. Miles, um, what was your initial reaction? You'd never seen the Yeti bucket in person. Uh, rolled up to my house. What was your initial reaction when you walked in the garage and saw that thing? It's just classic Yeti move. It's let's take plastic. <clears throat> Let's make it one eighth of an inch thicker. Let's slap this shiny sticker on there. Yep. We'll make an unneeded feature of the honeycomb on the bucket. And people are going to say that it is the the best thing that they've ever had in their life. And they're going to drop the most stupid amount of money on it. You know what? One thing I did hear about the Yeti bucket is that the lid uh, is designed so the bucket is like food grade. It's like a food grade doesn't bucket. Doesn't matter. The bu- does, hardware no. store bucket is 100%. food grade. It doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So I'm like, what? So what's your point? There's yeah. there's no point. So the one of the things that um, I, so I did a little research on this bucket beforehand and, and went to Yeti's website and they had a video actually about the bucket, like a story about a guy <laughs> how this bucket's changed his life. Oh god! And he worked on a ranch and he said that they were going through hundreds of buckets a summer. Because they kept breaking. That like the generic hardware store bucket kept breaking. Okay. What well one, I understand that they're like kind of cheaper, thinner plastic and they break, and I've seen them break before. But what are you doing that you're breaking like hundreds of buckets? I was just gonna ask that. I can understand breaking a couple buckets, but if you're breaking hundreds, yeah, change your methods. Well it's it's also like uh what what I don't understand is just maybe just be just try being just a tiny bit nicer to the bucket. <laughs> it's not that hard to just go instead of like taking it and just launching in the back of your truck. Maybe just go yes and just set it in there. I don't know. Oh, we did test it. They will fit. They do in fit the back in the of the truck. truck. Or you could just take a quick drive to town, keep your eyes peeled in the ditch on the way there, and you mm-hmm. can probably pick up like two to three nice buckets. That's true too, Ryan. Also, has anyone ever had found a bucket like that in their garage and don't know how it's been there, got there? I have several buckets. I have no clue where I got. And I feel like it's one of those things that you're like, you're, it gets placed in the back of your truck at some point because someone else used it. 
or was using it and then just accidentally put it in yours and then it just ends up in your garage and all of a sudden but i'm not complaining because nothing's handier than just having a random bucket laying around once in a while right you can never have you can never have too many buckets because they all stack nicely together but the question is yeah the shitty part is when you're trying to get those babies pulled apart and they will not come apart (laughs) so that that was actually probably a test that we should have done yeah but at the same time Ain't no way, no how am I ever buying more than one of those Yeti buckets. So that was a no-go on my end. No. Um, But the one thing that people complained about that the test we didn't do was, can you sit on it? Mm -hmm. We probably should have done that test, but I felt like that was kind of a given. Mm -hmm. Of course you can sit on it. It's, It's a bucket, you know, it's... But I also get that that would have been a really funny, sarcastic... Thing to do. Yes. So that was I, I. I will mark that up as that was a miss on our part. You could have done like the robotic walk over to the next bucket that's a foot away. Yep. Did you like that one, Tyler? That was good. What was like- really funny about that is I didn't tell Ryan or Tyler that I was going to do that move. Of the all right, let's hop over to the generic bucket, and then took one step to the left and then turned and I was there. <laughs> I didn't tell him I was going to do that, and so the first time that I did it. I got about like five words into the next line I was going to do, and we all just bursted out laughing and <laughs> had to redo it. it. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. No, I really like the comparison. Um, what what is your favorite? What is your favorite Yeti comparison up to this point? Because which ones have you done? The bucket, the the bottle opener, the lunchbox. Uh, what else? Um, the um, yeah, the cooler, uh, the 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 koozie, the koozie. Yep. yep. The Yeti dumbbell is what I think I called that. Yep. What's been your um, favorite so far? I think that this one was my favorite, mostly really? because we definitely took more of a sarcastic. Now we will be testing the functionality of this bucket and like talked more like that, like it was a parody science experiment. Yeah. Rather than like an actual comparison. Because at this point, everyone knows that I'm just going to not pick the Yeti one. So it's kind of not. <laughs> yeah. I can't act like, like I'm, well, we'll see which one I'm going to pick. Right. Type of thing. So. Um, that was fun to do. Uh, anytime you can just lay on the sarcasm, it's just, I love that. That's I love that humor. That's your game. Yeah. That's your, that's your game for sure. But, uh, yeah. So we, uh, we have not returned the bucket yet. So this is what happens here. You betcha. We buy things with the full intention that they will be returned. Then they go in like a corner with all the other (laughs) crap that we're going to return. And then we lose the receipt and the whole thing. And next thing you know, we just have a pile of Yeti. Now, before I before I go, I have never bought a Yeti cooler. I've never spent more than $80 on a Yeti. <laughs> it is funny because I do have still have the lunchbox and the bottle opener and the bucket. But other than that, I don't think I have. I borrowed everything else from someone else that I knew that had it. But so, yeah, I, at this point, I might as well just buy Yeti stock because I'm basically keeping them in business with all the stuff I'm buying while still trying to rag on them. I don't know. Yeah. It's the weirdest relationship, I think, in the world. And to anyone who thinks that, like, we, like, get I, – I think now people realize that I actually truly just think that they're just way overpriced. But when we first started doing Yeti reviews, everyone's like – Oh, this is Yeti's ploy to like show that they're like still relatable to the people. They're totally paying them to do that. And it's like, no, dude. I I, I I literally went to the store and bought the bucket. Yeah. With a with a credit card. And uh 
I don't know what I would do if actually Yeti did reach out and say something to me. So it's kind of one of those things that just uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there in terms (laughs) of like, hey, you're kind of a dick. And I'd be like, yeah, you got me there. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I think the only message that would warrant a response is a cease and desist. Yeah, on the you, Betty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we shouldn't talk about that, and then I'll put the idea in their head. Sorry, I'll yeah, edit this. Sorry, we'll we'll take the we'll take the uh, five dollars sticker off of our website. Yeah. Um, what is funny though is, um, that the one guy was like, <laughs> finally they people get it. They're like, well, look, I, I guess we know who's not getting a sponsorship from Yeti. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's right. I don't want one. Let's yep. go. Um, but. I think that's funny too. Like it's, if you don't know kind of, if you're not in the industry at all, you re, you think that everything is a marketing ploy by companies and it's just not true. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh wait, did, was that person using Colgate toothpaste? I think Colgate, I think Colgate paid them to do that. Yeah. It's just like, no, that's just not how things work. Um, especially with the new rules put in place a couple of years ago from Firefest that you got to disclose it's a partnership and all that stuff. So that's a good tip for everyone. If it's, if it's an ad and they got paid to do it, they're, they have to disclose that legally, I believe. Yep. So hashtag ad, yep. hashtag ad or paid partnership with yep. type of thing. So, uh, yeah, but uh, fun to get back in the comparison game again. Finding good to kind of switch up the content a little bit from just your generic skits, and uh, hopefully we can find some more stuff to do like that here in the future. Um, I'm sure I've already got requests for the the Yeti dog bowl. The uh, we've talked about that. Yeah, the, the Yeti dog bed that's three hundred dollars. <sighs> Again, I don't. I better I don't, be able to sleep on that thing if I'm yeah, paying 300 bucks. It looks like Michael Scott at the end of his bed, curled up because <laughs> Jan won't let him sleep in the bed in that doggy bed. That's yeah. where I'm gonna be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I think that it is a, um, it's fun to do that stuff and uh, look forward to do more of them. Ryan, should we wrap up the podcast? Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 63 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Before. We conclude today's podcast. I would just like to thank Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Gina's handcrafts, hand makes some beautiful wood pine signs that go great in any decor, whether that be your man cave, your bathroom, your kitchen, wherever you're going to be drinking some bush lattes during this quarantine. You can check Gina's Designs of the Heartland out on our website uh, where you can find the Nectar of the Gods signs, <clears throat> ohyoubetcha.com, or Gina's website, which would be etsy.com slash shop slash G-D-O-T Heartland. G-D-O-T Heartland. Go check them out. Guys, remember, one last thing, merch closes tonight. Midnight, ohyoubetcha.com. I am Ryan the T-shirt guy. And I am Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.